what do you find is your favorite thing uh, to do as far as business, Lindsay? My favorite thing to do. That's a great question. I love, I don't do this a lot, but um, I actually had a client on the other day and she guests on podcasts and her topics were like all over the place. People were asking her random questions. And so she wasn't able to like showcase her expertise. So we like dialed in her topics and her interview questions and chose stories that she could tell on the episodes so she could really showcase her expertise. And I'm like, just doing that one-on-one and like brainstorming and like strategizing, like I love to do it. Um, but from like what my team does, like that perspective, um, I love shining people's voice and their magic and their superpowers and, and like creating social posts that are like super branded and really speak to that person's expertise. Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Before we get rocking, please forward this to somebody you know and love because they are going to appreciate the value in this show. The sun is shining today, and I'm so glad you guys are with me today. If you are a podcaster, this is the episode for you because I've got the specialist who knows how to leverage and repurpose your podcast and can get you out into the world so everyone can see and hear your message. Yes, we're going up to Canada. All right, man, it's Ontario, Canada. Haven't been on with a Canadian in a while. And this lady, she has something called Podcast Services. She's into podcast publishing, promotion, and leveraging. Speaker, podcast host, and guest. She handles it from both sides of the microphone. You better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City up to Ontario, Canada to hang out with Lindsay Phillips. So another Canadian, lucky me. I always get, I mean, I have had so many Canadians on. Really? Yeah, in my previous, um, my because I've been podcasting a while now. And what I used to do is strictly singer-songwriters from all over the world. And I'd get a oh, lot wow. of Canadians on the nice. show, you know. And over the past three years, I've sort of migrated to authors, speakers, and thought leaders, coaches, which I am, all of those things, sort of. Mm. Um, and uh, maybe not the thought leaders, but authors and, you know, and, and things of that nature. So it's more like 80% business with 20% of artistic in there. So I'm kind of a variety guy, you know, I'm, I'm really at heart an entertainer. <laughs> so I try to bring those chops over to, uh, to this platform. I see your guitars behind you. Yeah. My tools, it's a tool shed, you know, you gotta have, it. you know, so Lindsay Phillips is my guest today and we're on podcasting your global career and she is Canadian and up around Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good and old Toronto. So I'm in a rural community, so it's a little quieter where I am. Are you? Quiet is good. I I had uh, 
I had moved to Nashville for a couple of years and uh, mm. I was actually, actually outside of Nashville and people were asking me about it. And I said, you know, I was going down there for like five years before I finally moved. But I finally discovered that I didn't like the town. It was too noisy for me. And yeah. I loved be music row and the creative being in the studio. But um, the, it was a little town that just grew into a sort of a big city. I grew itself over the last 10, 20 years, I guess. So I was about 15 miles west where up in the woods in the country. And it was really quiet. And I love that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you can it's fun to go into the city. I was in there a lot on the weekend. And it's fun to, yeah. Have yeah, the night I mean, some some people way. just eat it up and can do it like, you know, just live in New York City. And I'm the same way. I love visiting, but I wouldn't want no, I mean, to. I need quiet, you know, um, being a writer, especially. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about you and your um, business, Lindsay. Yeah. You have gone into the podcast space with both feet and you're serving people and helping people with their shows. Can you describe to us? what it is exactly that you do and um, and what gave you the inspiration to get into this business? Yeah, it, it, my journey is a, it feels like a long one. I had a VA firm, a uh, virtual assistance firm many moons ago, it feels like, and um, kind of got more into the content marketing space. I loved the creativity of it. My clients were getting great results. Um, so I niched down to that. And then, um, as I launched my own podcast and started guesting on other shows, and of course, as you know, it, it's changed and grown so much in the past five years that I just leaned more into it. And as you probably know, when you're niching down in a business, you're not turning business away. You're actually becoming an expert in something and you're actually able to attract more clients easy, easier, easily, whatever the word is, yeah. um, when you do niche down. So, so yeah, I've niched down into podcasting and I still lean into the content marketing, you know, as a foundation, um, you know, having the podcast leverage system. Um, my mission is to help podcasters get the most out of their podcast, whether they're a host or whether they're a guest so that they can leverage it in a bigger way to get more leads, to attract more clients, to gain more visibility and exposure, and to really be seen as an authority in their industry. And do you, um, so you serve both sides of the microphone. Do you find guests and also uh, connect guests to hosts? That's a great question. Um, a lot of people ask me that. Um, I don't know. I, um, I do know, you know, many companies and partner with uh, some of them that do. Um, but so we take it uh, once the episode is live, then we will take that and publish, distribute, repurpose and multiply with the four steps of the podcast leverage system. Okay. Can you describe um, what you just said? The, the four steps. Can you let us know what yeah. that is exactly? Because I find this really fascinating. Yeah, you bet. Um, so the four steps, just again, briefly were, uh, publish for results, distribute, uh, for maximum exposure, repurpose, and then multiply for consistent content. And so what I mean by publishing is publishing the episodes on your website. So like as a blog post, 
And because you always want to direct traffic to your site so that you can convert leads so that people see what it is that you do and how you can support them in their life or business. Um, and obviously there's more detail on, on the hows and how to optimize it so that you do get more leads. Um, but the key there is creating those show notes, creating that text that goes with the episode graphic. Obviously you'd have the audio in there. If you've got the video version, embed the video version, um, again, so that you're publishing it and always pushing, um, traffic to your site. Again, even if you're a guest on a show, like when I'm a guest on a show, I, sometimes I even write my own show notes. I put it on a post in my page. I create my own branded graphic again, so that I'm showcasing myself as an authority and I'm again, pushing traffic to my site. Um, distributing a little bit more lays into when you're a host than when you're a guest, because when you're distributing, you're pushing it out to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, good pods. There are, are like every day, I think there's a new distribution app. And so there's like, you know, 30 of them. You want to make sure that you're, you're being seen everywhere so that you're, you're in front of more ears and eyeballs. Yeah. And there's like LinkedIn newsletter, email your list, publish on all of your social media platforms. So there's like a list of where you want to distribute to make sure and that you're in front of as many people as possible and where your avatar is hanging out. Can you share with us so yeah, yeah, the most effective uh, piece of that? Is it um, like if it's in social media, like where is it that gets the most traffic? Is it Does it depend on your following or um, like in your experience, where do you find you get the biggest bang for your buck when it's trying to get a show out there to, to mm -hmm. get visibility? There's a, a couple of tactics. I mean, if you have a guest on your show, then you will want to set them up for success so that they can easily promote. It's like a no brainer for them. You know, make sure that they have images. You can give them audiograms. You can give them reels, uh, square little video clips that they can um, put on their social media, you know, platforms. Um, you know, give them your obviously web page, your show notes. If you crafted an email out to your list, like why not give it to them as well? You want to make it as easy as possible for them to disseminate that they went live on a podcast because you want to tap into their audience and again, also be seen as an expert. But for you, like I'm obviously the host of my own show, Leverage Your Podcast Show. So for me, I publish it on my, my platforms but there's no like, oh, you have to publish it on Facebook or you have to publish it on TikTok. It all depends on what it is that you do and who your like ideal client is. So who is your avatar? Where are they hanging out? Where do they get their information from? Um, like for instance, um, I had a client and I always tell the story, his clients were in like the service business industry. So plumbers, electricians, and they were on LinkedIn for their business, but they weren't on there on a regular basis. They were in Facebook on a regular basis and they watched videos 
all the time. They were in YouTube. Like, okay, you have to make sure that your podcast is going to distribute to YouTube and that you're leaning more heavily into, into Facebook and sharing on your page and your profile there because that's where they are. So it really depends on who your listeners are and who your ideal client is. So another question, you know, that you're touching on some really good points. And I find this to be uh, problematic for most creatives that get into podcasting. Figuring out your brand is really yeah. difficult for some people, especially for the multi-passionates like myself who have <laughs> all these different things he loves to do and all the shiny objects. You don't want to give up any of them because they're your children, you know? I know. They um, are your babies. And it's it's a really tough thing. And, and I'm seeing my fellow um, podcasters in Pantheon.fm going through some of the same challenges, which mm. is got to cut away the fat, got to get to the really the root cause. Did you encounter any of that in your journey, Lindsay? Because you're, you have you had your hand in a bunch of different things. Um, was that a challenge for you? I've always been very clear on my brand, the colors, the look, the feel, my mission. I've got core values that I teach my team. Um, and it's a part of our daily life, so to speak. Where I did kind of fall to the wayside is when I had um, I had the content marketing, I had podcasting, and I actually had a real estate investors marketing portion of my business. And so when I had all three, like the colors, I was fine on that part, but that's like such a minor part of your branding is that I felt like my messaging and things that I was putting out there publicly, I was split in three directions. Yeah. And so I wasn't speaking to one audience. I was speaking to three. And really, if someone went on my wall or my website or whatever, they're going to get confused and they're not going to know where to go. And they're not going to really know who you serve and what your expertise is, and what the problem is that you're going to solve. So that for me, I went through kind of a year of like, oh my God. So I just went, no more. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I need to follow one lane. Um, you know, and I still get some clients where they just want me to do content marketing. And I, I do that um, on an as per basis, but sticking in that one lane and being crystal clear on what you do well. And even like within podcasting, it's like, there's, you know, multiple little things that I do within podcasting. It's not, not like I only do launches and that's it. Um, and so that helped. And then one clear thing that I want to say is that when you are publishing a, or launching a podcast is that that podcast is part of your brand ecosystem or part of your, your business, it's not a separate silo where I find that's where a lot of podcasters go wrong. Yeah. Um, I, that's a really good point because, um, you know, I've recognized it and spoken to people about, you know, that's the center of my universe. And then, you know, that's the, that's home base and everything springs from there. And then I think yeah. it's a matter of controlling, like you said, how you present and what you present and at what time, you know, um, I find that because I'm in the coaching space, I, all of a sudden I was like interviewing all these coaches and it wasn't even by design. A lot of them just came to me 
And um, it says, okay, well, that's the market is telling me where, where I belong right now. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I've had a lot of um, group coaches on, like really big coaches, some that are just getting their their feet into it. Um, but I agree with you that, you know, the that has to be like your hub central, I guess. And then you can yeah. build really anything from there. Absolutely. And like, you've seen people like, um, like, Frank Kern or um, Garrett White or who like those, you know, big stars, if you will, where they have different offshoots, even Grant Cardone, he has got different products. He's got different events or his coaching program. He's got the one site and then he'll have drop downs. Like if you want to learn about my coaching, go here. If you want to buy a book and products, go here. And then when you go there, you don't feel disconnected they're the those are separate sites they complement it and they go with it and they look like it it's not perfectly the same but you can still feel that there's a cohesive brand wow yeah i i agree you know you brought up a a past name frank kern my goodness i studied (laughs) i studied frank years and years ago did you nice i remember oh my god the guy was so he was so bright but his blackboard, or should I say whiteboard demonstrations were something out of this world. This one he put up, he looked like Einstein on acid. I mean, <laughs> by the time you got to the end of that thing, and then you go here, and then go down here, and a whole bunch of other emails come up, and they connect to this, and I was yeah. weary-eyed and losing my mind. I said, I, I lost them at like the first 30 seconds. See, my brain works like his would. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I get you. And then it goes here and then it goes there. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I know what you mean. (laughs) Yeah, I I was so lost. I'm telling you. But the guy was um, he was like everybody was going to him. I remember when Brendan Bouchard got really like hot Mm -hmm. in the business. Um, Frank was there early supporting Brendan and and helping him with all his campaigns. But there's so many brilliant people at that. This Mm -hmm. and um, uh, Jeff Walker with the email campaigns. Yeah, sideways sales letter. Yeah. And, uh, and all of these things that were coming out and, uh, it's just, it was just fascinating to watch all this develop and see what it's come to today. And I remember Russell Brunson with his click funnels when he first came out with it, I was like, wow, look at this thing, you know? Um, so, so what do you find is your favorite thing, uh, to do as far as business, Lindsay? My favorite thing to do. That's a great question. I love, I don't do this a lot, but um, I actually had a client on the other day and she guests on podcasts and her topics were like all over the place. People were asking her random questions. And so she wasn't able to like showcase her expertise. So we like dialed in her topics and her interview questions and chose stories that she could tell on the episodes so she could really showcase her expertise and I'm like, just doing that one-on-one and like brainstorming and like strategizing, like I love to do it. Um, but from like what my team does, like that perspective, um, I love shining people's voice and their magic and their superpowers and, and like creating social posts that are like super branded and really speak to that person's expertise um, I hate when posts are like just really like boring and stagnant. I like when it really showcases the person. I don't know. I get very excited. I really like it. It's fun. That is such I don't a, know if that made sense, but that's a tremendous skill. And uh, 
No, I can I can see how passionate you are about it. And that's really what's needed is, you know, dialing somebody's brand in because you're you're too close to it to even recognize it, you know, sometimes. sometimes yeah. Like and you're like, uh, you know, I, I I don't even think about the way I present this. And now mm-hmm. you're telling me I should just, you know, craft it a little bit better and uh, make it a lot, have it a lot more uh, horsepower behind it because yeah. you're tweaking it, you know, a couple of things. So is that something you do often? Is that is that a service that you provide? Yeah. So we have like our podcast leverage system, obviously, but then we have packages so that um, whether you're a host or you're a guest that we create the show notes, we uh, optimize it for SEO, we create the graphics and we pull out, this was part of the multiply aspect of the four steps is multiplying that content. It's like you have a long form piece of content doesn't just have to be a blog. It can be your podcast and you can pull out like little quotes or a little tip, or even sometimes there's like a conversation that occurs that it's like, Oh, we talked about this and it was really interesting. Like what's your take on it? Or what do you think about it? Or um, like, yes, love. Hey, yes, no. Like what's your opinion? So asking people questions on social media to like, just think of like, how can I create a conversation using that podcast episode and it's an easy way to create social media posts where you're not like banging your head against a wall trying to figure out what the heck am I going to post next week you know you've got a podcast episode whether you're a guest or a host you don't use it and leverage it yeah you got a half hour of content in there and uh oh yeah there's there's always these accidental bombs that go off in the middle of it that, that I find really fun you know whether the FedEx man's banging on the door or the, the dog runs through the house or something. People always like apologize. They go, no, that's the gold. Leave that in. I love that stuff. You know, um, I know I was uh, on someone's show a couple of weeks ago. His cat was crawling on him. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> Let me ask you, what do you like to do um, for yourself, Lindsay, when you're not on with business and you need a little chill time, a little break? Um, what do you find relaxing or um, meditative or anything that kind of recharges you? What's your favorite jam? I always read before I go to bed because I just need to clear my head and not fall asleep with my brain spinning. Um, love being outside with my dogs and camping uh, with our uh, RV. Um, they are, yeah, just being in nature and camping is like my favorite thing ever. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm a camp fan still. Been going up to uh, Indian Lake Islands in the Adirondacks for uh, 30 years straight. I think we've been going. Nice. Uh, family thing. Yeah, it's fun. We can go wilderness cl- camping for like four days and just That's bring amazing. everything in. Yeah. Um, as we're winding down now, I would like you to uh, just, what would you say to somebody who is on the edge? Um, they need some help with their business, uh, with their podcast. And how can we get them over the line to reach out to you? What would you say to them, uh, those people who are thinking, yeah, I kind of need this, um, but I'm not sure if I should go check it out. Maybe I'll pop, muddle along like I've been doing it. How do we get them over the line, Lindsay? To me, it's like you need to be consistently marketing your business. You need to consistently be emailing your list to being present and get exposure on social And you can't be everywhere and do everything on your own. You'll burn out 
And if you're not consistently out there, even just the algorithms, you're just not going to be visible. Um, and for me, I'm just so logical in that, you know, if you're doing a podcast, it takes time. It takes effort. You're investing money, you're investing time. Why not, instead of doing, you know, five things and trying to do everything, focus on one thing and how do you squeeze the lemon out of it and get all that good stuff so you can reuse it and repurpose it in a way that's going to get you more leads. Um, it just, it's so much easier. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, best place for people to connect to you, Lindsay Phillips, where do we go? I would just get them to go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com. And if they want to go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com slash free, then um, they can check out my free resources, which includes a training for the podcast leverage system. So then they can get all the details on how to make it happen for them. Awesome. We will, of course, have all your links in the show notes. People, you'll know where to go and you know who to reach out to to get your podcast up and running the right way. Lindsay, thank you so much for being on podcasting your global career. Really appreciate um, everything you brought to the table today. And I want to wish all God's blessings on you, your business, your family, and your career moving forward. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery destiny I taste the breeze of freedom it's tingling on my tongue you and I out on the road will stay
places that you never dreamed. I'll take you places that were pictures in your mind. I'll take you places. 